This is the Show More Love podcast. Think of this as a space of relaxation, safety, and comfort. I'm Shane Hurft, and I'll be guiding you through this journey of discovering God, discovering peace, and discovering yourself. Before we begin, just remember, we're in this together. We might not share the same pain or grievances, but we're all just trying to find peace and trying to find God together. All right, season two. I never thought this day would come, to be honest, because I've been back and forth on so many episodes, and I honestly thought, like, I just, my inspiration well had run dry for this entire podcast, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Anyways, we're going to get into today's topic, and that is, am I living it right? Are you living it right? Am I living it right? Um, this was sort of inspired by a John Mayer song, if you've, uh, well, if, if you are a John Mayer fan, then I'm guessing you should have already figured this out now. So there's a the song, well, to anyone that doesn't know, uh, well, there's a song called Why Georgia. So, and that song, the one part of the song that makes me sort of question everything is like, am I living it right? And I always sort of end up asking myself at some point or the other, am I actually doing this thing called life properly? Am I like living it how it's supposed to be lived out? Is there an instruction manual that I'm not aware of? Is there sort of like a way that other people are living life and I'm not living it right? And that's why I'm being held back in so many different ways. How come all of these other people are sort of succeeding and like doing all these massive crazy things in life and I'm just still stuck here doing the same bloody thing over and over and over and over and over and over again? Am I actually living it right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Are you living it right? Is there an instruction manual to life? And why you should go let God take control? Because uh, those are the three main important things I feel that's missing. And loads of people sort of tend to forget. Now, I'm going to touch on some of, uh, some of the things that I mentioned in the previous episodes. On, I'm guessing, the first or the second one where I compared life to sort of like a road trip and where God is your driver thing that we could do is sort of let him drive just let god take control believe me life's a whole lot easier when you don't have to drive and when you can just sit in the passenger seat and enjoy the view and not have to deal with where to go and how to get there and what kind of shortcuts do you need see the th- the quality of a good driver is being able to identify where you need to go and finding the quickest route there and God's like the best driver when it comes to life. And that's why usually when we get a little bit angsty, you know, you're 17, 18, 19, maybe even 20 years, you start to get a little bit angsty and you start to rebel against everything where you think that, you know, I'm going to take control of this car. I'm going to take control of this and I'm going to sort of, you know, go wherever I want. I'm going to do wherever I want. I can drive. Who said I can't drive? So that's sort of where we start to lose control because the... In terms of life, we're humans, we're not good drivers, we're not perfect. So to be able to operate this road of life, you need to be perfect, in which case we are not, right? So God's the only one that's perfect and that knows a way on how to maneuver these potholes in life and how to not get you kicked off the highway, right? And not have you like derail and like fall 50 feet off the highway of life. He's the only one perfect enough that knows how to swerve across these things, right? So... Us having to control this, usually we end up falling off the highway, we end up falling off the road and hitting as many potholes as we can. And at the end of the day, then we start to question, like, man, I just took control of the life. Like, what? What? what, what, what how? You're probably going to have that, you know, um, 
reaction at some point because, well, loads of us have tried to take control and usually, or most of the time, 99% of the time, no, it's probably 100% of the time, we end up losing control because we're not perfect. And that's why you should leave the steering to God because he just knows it. This car's crazy hard to drive for one thing. All right, probably the clutch is too tight, right? I'm not a car person. I'm just saying, I'm just quoting all the, some of the terms that I know. I'm just, just putting that out there. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting back on track onto it. Well, um, the question of, are you living it right? That's a question I feel like we ask ourselves on a daily basis. Are you living it right? Is there some sort of unwritten rule of how to live life where uh, like you see some of your friends that are well off right now and they're doing it right and you might be thinking like is, is my blueprint for life wrong is god taking me on a wrong turn or what like what's going on why am i in this bloody rut for the longest of like like it's a question we ask ourselves on a daily basis and i feel like the problem here with maneuvering life is usually it, well i just want to put this out there it's not a race it's not a race to get to the finish line it's it's just about the journey and each journey is different each person's map is different so if you look at your friend's map to life it's completely different if you look at your uh, your map to life it's completely different so this the part where we start to lose control is when we start to copy another person's map and try to go on the same map but in a different location, like, I mean, like, you can't use a map of South Africa or Madagascar and expect to make it in time to New York in the next 15 minutes, right? It's it's completely impossible. So what we need to understand is each person's blueprint and each person's map for life is completely different. The twists, the turns, the stops, the breaks, the hills, the valleys and everything it's completely different and what we should understand is to build our map as we go along so every little bit of inspiration every little bit of um, even heartache and we go through we grow through what we go through sort of it applies to this so every little bit of inspiration interest um career changes all of that all of that sort of molds your map into what it's supposed to be is because at the end once you finally sort of realize who you are and what you want to be in life and where you want to end up, that eventually carves out your path. And that's all well and good. Let, let's say you have a perfect idea of where you need to be, what you need to do in life and where you want to go. And that's great. But usually loads of us have this tiny problem of, I know what I want to do. I know where I want to be. It's over there. How in the world do I get there? <laughs> See, I can just do the stereotypical thing as every Christian would do and say, you know, just let God take it. Let, let, let God take it. Just, just, just let him take it. But what we fail to understand most of the time is that we can let God take the wheel all the time. There's even a song about it. But that's only 50% of the thing. As much as it is to let God take the wheel, now we're going to go into a little bit of reality here. We're just going to come back to reality a little bit where I say that God's going to do as much as he can for you, whereas you need to do in the physical work, right? So if you want to be sort of like a rock star and just playing on stage, right? And you're going to say, God, I want to be the best um, singer out there. I want to be the best guitarist or the best pianist or the best drummer. Sure, he's going to probably put good opportunities in your way to a point where, you know, 
oh, you like you do this job and now you have enough money to buy a drum set. Now you have enough money to buy a new guitar. Now you have mo enough money to take vocal lessons or take guitar lessons or take drum lessons. It's going to put you in the position to be able to go ahead and do those things in, 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 in person. Whereas it's your job to stay committed and it's your job to keep doing it. Like, he, he could just keep putting chances in your way, but it's your it, it's it's just your job to take it. Which kind of reminds me of the whole Jonah situation where Jonah's fallen off a boat, all right, and he's just going to wade there and he's going to be like, God, save me, right? That's, that's what he says. And God sends numerous ways of saving him, like ships and... I think ships were the only thing available at the time, ships and boats. Yeah, there's probably no helicopter at that point. But he awaited literally a hand of God to reach reach down from heaven and grab him up, which usually didn't happen, right? So the thing is, we need to identify what God sends us in terms of, you know, help, because loads of us just don't see it. We just expect a holy sign to just fall out of the sky and just happen. So... It's one of the reasons we need to kind of keep our eyes and ears open of what God puts in our way and take as much as we can. Because God's help is only 50% and the other 50% is our work here. God will help you find and take chances in life. It's your job to, well, technically it's our job to actually do them and put those into work. Because a door that God opens will always be something that's beneficial for you. He's never going to open a door where you try to get in and he closes it, no. So whenever a door is open, you need to take it. And you'd probably regret if you didn't. So instead of waiting for like a heavenly sign where you'd expect God to like send an angel down and tell you like, oh yeah, this is how it's going to be. This is this is what you need to do. And he's going to carry you on a chariot with another dozen angels and just keep you there. No, it's one of the... There's one of the main reasons loads of the people that really, really try hard are so different to the people that expect everything just to work out. Whereas people that believe in God, put in the work, believe in God and put in the work and believe in... Like it's a thing where if you get 10% of the journey and you feel a little, bit, a little bit of that success, that's great. But you should also believe in God a little bit more. Like I'm here because of you. I'm here at this position because of you. All right, so I'm going to just keep believing you, keep working more. All right, you're 20%. Just keep believing, work some more. 30, keep believing, work some more. 40, it just keeps adding up. The second you take your foot off the gas, the second you stop believing and being like, you know what, I got here because of my own, my, my own talent. <laughs> I got here because of, um, just because of me alone. Like everything I've done is just because, uh, you start to lose yourself and you start to lose uh, a little bit of who you are. And eventually, you start to fall apart. And you might be getting loads and loads of money, but in terms of where you are in your mental state and your spiritual state, it's going to suck. And it's going to suck really, really badly. So it's it's something that we need to always consider. Of like, keep moving and keep believing, keep moving, keep believing, keep moving, keep believing. It's a thing. It's just a big wheel. Just keep believing, keep moving, keep believing. It's just how it goes. So to end off this one, I feel like if you're at a rut right now, and if you if you didn't get any of what I said, if, even if it's not helpful, take this. You can take away this. If you're at a rut right now, and you're at a point where you feel like nothing is working out, right? Just all you. This is all you got to do. 
and I swear you will see a change in your life. For once, instead of just like, instead of all the times that you pray and hope for something, just take the time to really sink into a good prayer. Just take the time to really close your eyes, open up your heart and just have a conversation with God about anything. And this time, do not hold back. Do not hold back on words, do not hold back on feelings, do not hold back on your problems or issues or anything because, see, God already knows this stuff. You shouldn't be hiding it anyway. He knows what you're going to do now. He knows what you're going to do tomorrow. He knows what you're going to do in the next 25 years. There's no point hiding it. Be open. The second you're open about yourself is is the second you're going to start to see something. Open up. Open up to God because there's no one that knows you as much as he knows you. Open up to God as much as you can and tell him that this, this right here, this problem is what's bothering me and I need a solution. He's going to show you a solution. And the best part is he's going to show you a solution when you least expect it. That's the best part. He likes to keep you waiting. He really likes to keep you waiting on. He really likes to keep you on edge. And that's just how it is. He's a master of surprise. And that's how it works. He likes to keep you waiting. And you're going to get it when you least expect it. And that's the best part of it. So if you couldn't take anything from this entire podcast, take the fact that the second you have a full-on heart-to-heart conversation with the Father is the second you start to see a real change. So just open up your heart and don't hold back. That's the, that's the number one thing I tell you. Open up your heart and don't hold back.